1: Hello, beautiful souls. This is Miranda Mitchell, the host of the Provoking Prosperity podcast. So grateful that you're here. So grateful that you're listening. This is a special podcast. If you previously listened to my last podcast through an experience I am currently having, you would have listened to my ramblings about this fighter aspect within myself and why I fight so much. I'm doing this podcast because. I think it's very important to share with you the uncovering and unraveling of transformation within the process. So, I had this experience. I shared this experience on my podcast. I also sent out an email blast that had to do with being too independent and having this conditioning of being so independent. That I no longer let myself receive support because I didn't believe that I needed support or wanted support or was valued enough for support, that I was so independent that I didn't open myself up to anyone else. And this independence and this email has gotten a response. Many people reached out to me, thanking me, connecting with it in some way or in some form. And then I did the podcast. As well as sharing this insight, because for me, the voice is so important to be able to express and to provoke and to share these emotions while they're happening is very powerful. But a lot of time, people are afraid to be vulnerable. People are afraid to be transparent. People are afraid to be a mess. And luckily for me, I am so comfortable with being a mess in front of people. I end up sharing it. Sometimes I question myself and, is this too much? Because, of course, there's always that too muchness with myself, which I shared on the previous podcast with this strong personality of being judged as being strong. And sometimes I question, should I be sharing all this? Do people really want to heal all of this? But the truth of the matter is, those that want to hear will listen. Maybe you'll take away something something from it. And it is a healing process. I work with people on voice on sharing their voice expressing their true emotions even when it's not pretty even when it's not controlled even when it could be a little reactionary and then you sit back and reflect and digest and speak again we keep our words in our bodies a lot of the times because we are conditioned that we don't want to make people uncomfortable we don't want to rock the boat Other people's feelings are more important than ours. We don't want to hurt other people's feelings. That we have to control the way that we speak so that other people feel good. It's a yes and. It is yes, you don't want to lash out at people, but yes, you need to express. So I'm coming here today to express even more because there's been so many ah ahas in the last three days. This always happens for me when I go away and I let myself go. I didn't think about work. I didn't think about anything. I swam in the water. I laid out in the sun on the beach. I ended up dancing. I laughed. I cried. I fought. I did all the things. And then I come home and I digest because my two line, the two line is hermiting away, right? So then I come home and I digest and I'm an emotional wreck. Emotions come up feelings come up, reactions come up, conversations happen. Going back to conversations that did happen and reflecting on those things. It is a magical thing for you be, to be able to let let yourself be and then come home and digest it and do the work. Be the messy. Express yourself. Share it with people. Go hide away. I shared my experience with this person that said I was strong personality. And it hit me really hard. And I realized it hit me so hard because I am just starting through my voice, through this podcast, through connecting with others, through my work, working with people on expression of their voice, their authentic voice, letting go of deconditioning or deconditioning the voice of the shoulds and the ifs and all that stuff and really helping people to express as well as letting myself express And then I have this person over here saying, oh, strong personality. It triggered me because for so long of my life, most of my life, I have suppressed my strong personality because my strong personality always got me into trouble. My strong personality gave me the opportunities to be shut down, to be told to shut up, To be told that I'm stupid, to be pushed, to be hit, to be choked, to be told that I need to calm down. My strong personality is this thing that has always been pushed out of me, either through physical violence or being told that I was stupid. So. When I step into my strong personality, now that I am, and someone says that, you have no idea how suppressed I have been because of this belief of this strong personality being too much. People can't handle it. Now that I'm finally expressing it, I get this person saying, strong personality, making me feel again, oh, I have to be less than. I have to be more quiet. I can't express myself because if I do, no one will like me. No one will value me. I will have no friends. I will have no love because I'm too much. My strong personality. I am not suppressing myself anymore out of fear of being provoked, pushed. I have a strong personality. That does not mean that I'm 100% right either. I'm very independent, I'm too independent. I have a strong personality, yes, but I also can be very I have to learn to be more comfortable in being vulnerable and softer. I can have the yes and I can have the strong personality and also surrender to having people love me. I can have that strong personality and have someone witness that personality and love me anyway. I can have that strong personality and have someone talk to me about it and say how I hurt their feelings. I can have that strong personality and still be vulnerable and open and loving and compassionate. A strong personality does not mean I don't love you. It does not mean I think I'm more or better than you. It means I have a passion in my body, in my cells. I feel strongly. I have a lot of activation to my throat. I have the gate 38 in my purpose sphere in the gene keys, which is a purpose of my relationships, is this fighter energy. In my previous podcast, I was talking about how I wish I didn't have this fighter energy. After I read this gene key last night, I love how this beautiful unraveling occurs. I was just drawn to go to the Venus sequence, drawn to go to the purpose sphere in my Venus sequence. And then looking into what that was, read about how my heart closes off if I feel restricted or if I feel confronted or if I feel fear, which is 100% accurate, my heart closes off the minute I feel anything that of fear and then I become very cold, very ice-like within this purpose sphere of purpose and relationships and building relationships and learning myself 38, the fighter. Why would I suppress my strong personality, my fighter instinct? When this is part of who I am, it is how I fight and who I fight. So working on that is going to be interesting for me because I fight just to fight sometimes because I can, because I have this strong instinct to just stand up and fight for myself, because no one, ooh, something's coming up, I fight for myself, because no one has ever fought for me, ever, I have fought for myself, my individual self, my entire life, because I had no one, no one stood up for me, my mother didn't stand up for me, She didn't believe me in things. My father wasn't even there. He didn't stand up for me. I fought for myself, for my own individual self to get where I'm at, because no one else would fight for me. So, of course, I'm going to fight for myself, which is conditioning, because then I end up pushing the people that I love away. I read this, this fighter aspect. I have been talking about how I feel so much. Like, I laugh at myself. I have a totally open Ajna. And I say, I don't think I have a totally open Ajna. I do not get caught up in the thinking and the conceptualization and the processes of thinking of things over and over and figuring things out. I don't. I feel. I feel passionately. And when I read... The 38, which is in my purpose sphere, which is my unconscious earth. It talked about feeling. You feel so much. You feel. The minute something comes up, your body is activated and you feel. All of this came up for me at the most perfect time. Or is it? It is not. Everything comes up for you at the right timing going into the 38. It's the fighter. It's exactly what the experience was in this past weekend where I stood up for myself and where I had this strong personality. And then in line four, when my heart closes off, when the last three days I've been going through this emotional whirlwind of closing off and opening up saying, and then I read the fighter and it's like, it's an uh aha. It's of gratitude. It's of gratitude. This is the work. When I work with people, people feel like, okay, this is the information, this is what I want to get, this is what I want to know, but if you haven't done the other work and you have layers upon layers upon layers of other crap on top, you're not going to get to that layer until you do the other work. It's going to take time. So what is the other layers that you have to work? I've been working with human design for five years on my personal self, going into my open centers, my defined centers, understanding my inadequacies, understanding my fears, understanding My beliefs about myself and my undefined G-Center. Understanding the way that I react in certain experiences. Understanding I lose myself within different relationships. I still am uncovering this independent part. Now it's come to this. And now it's come to learning through relationships. Learning to let go. Learning to be that bold, strong self and being vulnerable. And not swallowing it down and actually expressing it learning about sharing my messiness to all of you in case you're doing the work, in case you're feeling all over the place, so that you understand this is the process. This is the work. The work is not all pretty and tied up with a bow. The work is messy. The work is hard. But when when the uh aha has come, it is so worth it changes your entire life in one moment. It changes the direction of your life in one moment. This is the work. This is a special episode because I felt like I needed to just share this because it's transformation. It's transformative. There's the realization. Now I'm ready to go deeper into the gene keys, into the subtleties. I've done a lot of work on the tangible, energetic awareness. Of where I take in energies, where I have consistency, what my life purpose is, what, not, what grounds me, what my lessons are, what chiro return I am, all that. And now it's time to go into the subtleties of relationships. And I am so excited because, as you all know, I've been talking about dancing with shadows and stillness. I've been working on these cards. And these cards, it is like gene keys and human design and energies and astrology, all wrapped up into one with shadow work and with inspiration and notes to self these are just starting to come out into the world and then i'm offering this experience and it's been in my back of my mind for so long the dancing with shadows and stillness i knew it was coming but it had to be the right moment i had to feel it and the minute i went into reading about this in my purpose sphere i realized Right now is the time, because it is 2024. 2027 is a huge shift in awareness. It's a huge shift in consciousness that is happening in human design. It's a huge shift that's happening in the Gene Keys. I have this magic number three. That gives me three years to dive into these sequences at a deep level so that we are ready for 2027. We have worked on our core wounds. We have worked on our relationships. We have worked on our prosperity. We have worked on our life purpose. Three years we have. These three years are going to fly by. And if you do this work before 2027, imagine what that's going to be like. I haven't talked a lot about 2027. There's a huge shift coming in the consciousness of our energy. And if you know anything about human design, you may have heard about this all already. If not, look it up. I'm seeding this just to note, and I'm putting it out there because I finally connected with this. Dancing with shadows and stillness is going to be an experience. It will be the activation sequence, the Venus sequence, and the pearl sequence in the gene keys where we dive deep into the shadows, into the energies of the human design chart, and into the astrology aspects. because. This is going to help you decondition yourself. Let go of that crap. I also want to say I am making this very affordable because I want people doing the work. A lot of Dancing with Shadows and Stillness is the movement. Think of it. Dancing with Shadows and Stillness is the movement between stillness and shadow work. Moving through the gift. I'm going to put a link in the bottom for you to schedule a 30-minute call, free call with me, if you have questions about this. If you just want to schedule a 30-minute call to say, hey, what's this about? What does this entail? How does it look? What are you thinking? Asking me questions, just connecting on a personal level and to see if it's right for you or if it's not. So please schedule a call. Let's chat. Let's see what comes up for you. I am so grateful. I am so grateful that I found human design because I've learned to trust my inner authority. I've learned to trust my inner knowing. I've learned to speak up and stop swallowing down. I've learned where I've been conditioned. I'm still working on it. It's never going to go away. I've learned my shadows and embracing them and loving them. And I've learned now that the next step is going to the subtleties of relationships. And I have guidance with this. I am so grateful. So grateful of the mess. So many people are afraid of the mess that they never get the ahas. I am so grateful I get to be a part of whoever it is that shows up to me messy. I get to be a part of that. Imagine... The frequency of shifting and change happening. I always like to say it's messy when there's change. When there's no mess, it means you're staying status quo. You're staying quiet. You're staying still. You're staying in your role. If there's a mess, it means you're doing something different. And that is a good thing. Not a bad thing like most of us think. It's a good thing. Schedule a 30-minute call. Let's
0: meet. Let's chat. Let's get to know one another. I love you till next time. My hope is that you walked away with something today that has opened your mind, your heart, or both. Listening to new perspectives not only help you grow and expand, but it helps humanity as a whole. So if you have someone that you feel would benefit from this podcast, and you feel that you want to share, please do. Also, would love to connect with you on Instagram. So please follow me at Miranda J. Mitchell. One last thing, if this episode left you with any ahas and insights, take 30 seconds of your time and leave a review on Apple Podcasts. This is the only way I know you are loving the content and connection in this space. And if you want to know more or wondering how we can work together, please go to Miranda-Mitchell.com. Click on the contact in the menu and send me a message. Sending you all love. Till next time.